Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, there we go. Lori and Julia show my talk 1071 everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Holly Robertson for Lori today and all of you who sent in entries to have your Valentine's Day rescued. Thank you for sending us your stories and we will announce the four winners tomorrow. One on each show. This particular show, we will uh, announce our winners at right around 4 o'clock and those people will be going to dinner at the Lexington with some cash. And uh, that their reservations are for seven o'clock tomorrow night at the Lex. Oh, how fun! And That's you get so a exciting. nice check yes. to spend. Mm-hmm. I love that Lexington. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, are you watching Versace, the TV show on FX? Yes, I am. I've watched two episodes. I feel like I'm a couple behind. You are yeah, two behind, I just caught up. Yeah. I just got all. Are you liking up. it? Oh gosh, it's very good. Because I, yes, Darren Chris does a fantastic job at Andrew Cunanan, and I really like Penelope Cruz. Yeah, she's as Donatella. Mm -hmm. Um, Anywho, this has nothing to do with Versace. Okay. Oh, but I'm just (laughs) you just wanted to ask. I'm just talking. I'm just I'm talking about brands. Yes, and um, some brands that are becoming very much in vogue these days. Versace, we don't know if they're having a great sales spike as a result of people, you know, watching the television show. But Gucci, you know, Gucci Mane is a name. Gucci, the brand is out there. Gucci's quarterly sales year over year up 45%. I believe it. People are in love with Gucci right now. It's that huge maximalist look. It's all the colors, all the patterns thrown onto one outfit mm-hmm. and people love it. Mm. I love it too. They I have do too. Some, they have great. There's this one green suit Julia that they have with like bell bottoms and a mm-hmm. jacket. Oh, I want it so bad. I love their shoes. And you love the shoes oh, yeah. and the accessories. I mean, oh, back in the day like the only thing anyone could afford was the watch. With the changeable, weren't they the ones that did the change out? Changeable the, oh, that's the swatches. No, before swatch. It was oh, before, before swatch? swatch. I'm really dating myself because <laughs> okay, swatch came swatch. out when I was hmm. like at the time to buy those. Hmm. No, it was the Gucci and you'd have the red ring, the yellow ring, the um, green ring, the white ring. Oh, yeah, I know what you're oh, talking no, about, very... but you can see the Gucci influence. I think that, Every... I, Julia, you have a jacket. I want to say that you wore it a lot last year, and it's a black bomber jacket I with do. like a tiger yeah, pattern I on do. it. And mm-hmm. that's a complete nod yep. to Gucci. So mm-hmm. it's everywhere, whether or not you realize that you're being influenced by this fashion house. You are going to love it. All right, so here is what 
is just hitting the news today. Mm -hmm. I saw the first uh, trailer kind of behind the scenes of the remake of Roseanne. Mm -hmm. Now, I never watched it when it was out, but I feel like I'll watch it when it comes back. Yeah, I did watch I it. I feel when like it was maybe out. before you watch the new version, I'm not going to go back. Well, no. I don't have no. time for that. Okay, well, a couple episodes. <laughs> All right, two. I just feel, I, I I feel two like back it, in the day. Your experience of the new Roseanne will be much more fulfilling if you go back and watch that. And I, we had Neil Justin on in the show in the three o'clock hour, and I think he was spot on by saying it was just it, it's an iconic sitcom. It was one mm -hmm. of the best Absolutely. written sitcoms, mm -hmm. best acted, and I think that we have not had a representation of middle class life, lower middle class life, working class life in that way ever since. Like that show just was so. Oh, good and big. so well written and huge. Yeah, yeah in the yeah. ratings too. Watch some episodes from the first season, Julia. I'm sure I did back in the day. And you will see uh, a young actor. Oh, George Clooney. Uh, George Clooney. Yeah. As, Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. was in it in the first season. Was yeah. he really? I didn't yes. remember that. Yeah, he was. Uh, George Clooney was Booker. He was the supervisor at the plant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I should. All right, I will. Promise. Promises. Okay. Promises. And why I'm even bringing that up is Jerry Seinfeld now teases a Seinfeld revival that it's possible. No, it's I, don't want it. Will no. and I don't want it. I don't want it. Okay. For a second. Are you the Will and Grace one? I think works. It does. It's yeah. fun. That one works. Mm -hmm. Murphy Brown. <laughs> that one I think also can work. Why wouldn't Seinfeld work in your mind? Seinfeld is too much of its time. It is. That's just what I was going to say. It, it is Holly. so, yeah, Donnie. Yep. You, yep. I mean, if you watch Seinfeld, it's so of the 90s. Mm -hmm. It is so particular of that specific culture of the time where we, as a, as a country, New York City has moved on. And what would, why would you want to watch these characters? I mean, the whole point of watching those characters is that they were jerks and awkward. I mean, do we really want to follow the continuing adventures of George Costanza? Oh, I God, love George Costanza. So he he's, is, yeah. he's my spirit animal sometimes. I have Costanza the cupcake from the garbage. I get it. Mm -hmm. no, I get it. No. I no. saw, I was um, in Cafe Latte over the weekend in St. Paul. And they have the soup Nazi, no soup for you, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, I haven't, you know, you don't think about that. He was on our show once. At the, the, soup, the soup Nazi yeah. was oh, on yes. your show. He was. was he trying to sell? Did you get soup? Was no, there soup for you? He had a book. Yeah, he was actually a nice guy. He was really nice. Yeah. That's very mm -hmm. that's that's very lovely. But so, really, so no. you don't think this no, is a good no. idea? I, I don't want it. I want Seinfeld to end in the nineties. That's where it belongs. All right. What about the Office? The thing with The Office, Julia, is I think that none of the original cast is going to be involved in this. I feel like John Krasinski has said... Uh, he who wasn't Jim, even asked. He wasn't even asked, right. Jim, mm -hmm. who played one of the main characters, he wasn't asked. Steve Carell, I think we, it's already been established that he's He will not never go back. No, yeah, no, he's no. never going to go back. I think the only thing that this Office reboot, continuation, whatever you want to call it, probably has going for it, is I think that the showrunner, Greg Daniels, is going to be a part of this. And he's really funny. Like He made co-created King of the Hill and co-created the American Office. So mm -hmm. that could be fun. Mm -hmm. But are we interested? Are you, does this interest no, you, Julia? Was so, I liked it when it first, I thought it was hysterical. Yeah, mm. I thought it, is. it was hysterical back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did. Where I thought belongs. that was yeah. I thought that was really funny. Is there any show that you guys think should come back that you absolutely? I mean, Dynasty's tried to come back. Mm -hmm. Dallas has tried to come mm -hmm. back. Knox oh, no. Landing. 
No. You want that to come back? Has not come back. Oh no. God. I, I was what would be the point of having a Knott's Landing reboot? There's all sorts of things that happen in cul-de-sacs in little suburban <laughs> towns. You well, have what, no Julia? idea what goes on in a cul-de-sac. No, I grew up do. in a cul-de-sac. Oh, so girl, really? I know what goes on mm-hmm. in a suburban cul-de-sac and that's a whole heck of a lot of nothing. What other but, shows? What other uh, shows would you want? I mean, because wow, everyone wants. Well, and I think that a successful reboot and what all of these shows have in Pagan common. Pagan and Lacey is coming. Yeah, I know. Excuse me, I just took a sip of coffee. <laughs> I think that what a good reboot has, in, what it needs. And I think that the reason probably why Will and Grace was so successful is it has to have the characters. Yeah. You have to want to be but, with the characters still and spend some time with them. And with Will and Grace, I mean, they've kind of moved on. Right. But I, you guys watched the reboot more than I did. But Oh, it's fun. But is it just, is it a continuation of their story? Or is it just like these four characters are together and they just happen to be in 2018? Kind of. Kind, kind of. of. And they've bit. got great, ke- they've got great chemistry. You, Get Christy yes. Love is coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know American what? Idol. Well, oh, good Lord. Well, yeah, we've known that I know it, but it's back. just mm-hmm. kind of. Interesting, the different things that are coming back. Well, and again, do we need another singing competition no, show, specifically no, no, under the guise of no. American Idol? I mean, were you did you did you have a void in your heart? No. With American Idol, did, were you crying at night saying, "I really miss Paula Mm-mm. Abdul, and she's not even going to be back"? Nope. Nobody. Okay, so obviously our hearts are not being filled by any kind of reboot, and I can't think. Well, how do you feel? You two feel about the Mad About You reboot? No. Why? Oh God, that's another. And they're one. talking no. about oh, bringing gosh. Paul Reiser and um, Helen, Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt back. No, that is, that show Listen, is, is. I the, love your opinions. Right I'm, now. I'm just going to sit just back. Sit back. It's also I very guess. 90s. No, it is very 90s, Donnie. Yeah. I was going to say that if this show was an outfit, Mad About You would be a pair of relaxed khaki pants and a denim shirt tucked into it. Honey, I love for wearing minutes. that outfit. That <laughs> was my outfit forever. But it's so 90s, right? That's yeah, also the outfit that Doctor. Yeah. Alan Grant wore in Jurassic Park. I took a whole family portrait wearing that matching mm. outfit. All four of us had to I'd wear like that to stupid that. outfit. Did you bring that to work? Yes. Well, actually, it's on social media. I'll oh. put it up on my Twitter account okay. at Holly D. Roberts so you can see, see that. that. So I wore that in the 90s where that outfit belongs. You're so funny. I just where can't think of a show that I'd really like no, to see. No, I know. Back. I would like to see some original stories. Is that too much to ask? Mm-hmm. No. You're yeah, like, I yes, feel like it, it is. is too much to ask. I feel no, like it is. That's why you go to Netflix and Amazon and Hulu. I know. You're doing original stories. I will say that probably 90% of the shows that I watch are on streaming. Um, same for me. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. they are. I don't watch a single network television show. Oh my gosh, Scandal is so good this year. How to Get Away with Murder is so good. No, Riverdale yeah, I know you would is so good. Yeah, I know fine. that there's good stuff. And I said 90% of the stuff I don't watch. It's I didn't get into those shows and Scandal is in like season six. You don't so want to watch two episodes uh-uh. of Roseanne. I don't want to watch six seasons of Scandal. <laughs> I get it. All right, we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, Elizabeth Reese is going to give us the dirt. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Elizabeth, what kind of dirt do you have for us today, honey? Hi, girls. All sorts of dirt. Okay, um, let's talk about lots of baby, like post-baby, baby weight. Oh, I I know. All the ladies. I lost 72 pounds. I lost 61. They're all talking about it. I know, and then you're me, and you're like, I can't even hear about it. But yet, I'm going to tell you about it. This is the joy of my life. Kylie Jenner is in no rush to lose her baby weight. Yeah, guys, she had a baby on February 1st. (laughs) It's but she already looks like she doesn't 
have to lose weight. That's what yeah, happens when yeah. you're 20. Yeah, I guess. This is mm-hmm. life when you're 20. When you reproduce when you're 20, you are doing what our cave ancestors intended for you to do. And so then it just pops back off. It just drops off. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Uh, Source is saying she's in no rush to lose the baby weight that she gained while pregnant. And her doctor needs to give her approval before she begins any physical physical activity. Yes, newsflash. That is how it works. No kidding. Wow. You can't exercise or have sex for six weeks. Mm -hmm. Is it that long? You can really exercise. But they just don't want you to do like crazy intense stuff. Right. You do some light walking. Well, you have to walk. My mm-hmm. gosh, my baby's cried. I had to walk, 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 walk. Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Jessica Alba, she's on a mission to lose her baby weight. She was spotted at Cycle House in West Hollywood on Monday night. Uh, she had, in case you were wondering, a red baseball cap, a white t-shirt, and black leggings on. She killed the workout. She had her son, Hayes Alba Warren, on December 31st. So she Hayes. is back at it. She's back at it. I don't know how you can do a cycle. Did she have a C-section? How can you be cycling? I'm just asking this question legitimately. Like five weeks after having a baby, because I'm just going to tell you something. Things are not back to normal in the nether regions. Yeah, and specifically with cycling, I feel like when you are not even with child, that there's a lot of maneuvering and protection and other things one must consider when you are taking an intense spin class. This is the truth, sister. (laughs) She speaks the truth. Yes. I don't know. I don't know know either. Bill Paxton's family, did you guys hear about this? Going after this surgeon in this wrongful death lawsuit? Yes, as they should. Yeah, I don't know. It's a big deal. He uh, passed away at the age of 61, and his family has filed this wrongful death suit against Cedar sinai Medical Center in L.A. and the surgeon who operated on him before he passed away. Uh, The lawsuit claims that this doctor performed an unnecessary procedure, which resulted in Bill Paxton's death 11 days later. And then Mm -hmm. he left. He resigned immediately. He resigned. The uh, attorney is saying Bill Paxton and his family trusted the physicians and the staff at this medical facility, but instead Cedar sinai betrayed their trust. The surgeon's actions resulted in this tragic and preventable death. He died on February 27th, 20 or February 25th, 2017. It was complications from surgery for an aortic aneurysm that resulted in a stroke. And the family is claiming that this surgeon and the hospital misrepresented and or concealed information related to the risks of the surgery and the care that would be provided and failed to adequately explain the proposed treatment or procedure. They're basically saying this was this was unnecessary and he he didn't. Right. It's terrible. It just reminds me of Joan Rivers. Even yeah. though she, you know, was not yeah. in a hospital and not going under some se- severe heart things, he was only sixty-one. I know. He yeah. Was very I young. mean, I, th- I. It sounds to me like they have a big case. I think so too. And Cedar Sinai. I mean, there's yep. so much. Um, they just get so much hype. I mean, mm-hmm. right? They're always in the news because right. they always have really big names going there. Okay. Mm-hmm. The latest thing, Elizabeth, is have you seen the new portraits of the Obamas? Yes, I have. Aren't yeah. they cool? They're really cool. Yes. I like the one of him better than the one of her. The one uh, of her doesn't look as much like her. No, but the one of him, by the way, he has six fingers he on does? one hand. Yeah, I'm just looking at it right now. Are you saying it's another Vanity Fair? It is. Hollywood? Cool. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I think it's cool to make those more modern. I love, I, I yes. love it. You know, more of it's like kind a of realistic, funny. cool piece of yeah, art. I, yeah. You know, and I think the Michelle Obama one, the first time I looked at it, I was like, hmm, okay. But the more I look at it and the more that I study it, the more that I love it. Oh, that's a good piece of art, Holly. Yes. I mean, that means that it's real. It makes you think. It is fantastic. It should make you want to continue to look at it and want to continue to find different things about it that you love. Well, success. And and you can see, I just tweeted it out at Lori Julia, the um, extra finger. (laughs) (laughs) Which hand? Yeah, Um, where are we looking? You can see it. It's the one on top. All right, now we need to investigate this a little bit. Oh, no, seriously, it's right there. Three, four, five. Oh, my goodness. You're right. Because it's like an extra pinky finger. Yep. Well, no. Well, it's the shading, it's of, the his shading hand. of his hand, but it kind of makes it look it like looks like an extra finger. pinky finger yes. just underneath. There. I see where the optical illusion is happening. It's happening. Okay, so so what else do we have, love? Okay, Justin Bieber is being a supportive boyfriend I after Selena oh. Gomez's rehab uh, stint. Of course he is. No, they were I just why do they bug you? Why do they bug you? Yeah. Because I feel like there's a lot of drama and uh, and things that are going on that we're not necessarily privy to. Nor do I want to be. It's the first young love that goes on too long. Yep. That's why it mm-hmm. bugs me. Okay, you know it just goes on. Well, she got long. her bangs cut. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> That's what I know about her today. That is what we know. Okay, very good. Uh, Bristol Palin splitting from her husband. Oh, love is dead. She was only married to him like two years. These these Palin kids have a rough go. You know, they... Yeah. I don't know what the deal is. Well... It's her husband, Dakota Meyer, so they've called it quits. They, They have a very interesting relationship. You know, they married in 2016. They have two daughters together. They are no longer living together. Um, Neither of them have filed divorce documents, according to TMZ, but they're no longer following each other on Instagram. This is the relationship back in 2016, and they called off their first wedding just days before the ceremony. And then got pregnant and then got married? Yeah, I think that's the timeline for Bristol Palin and this man. And then she has her son with um, what's his, Levi Johnston doofus guy. Oh, remember Levi Johnston? Yeah, Yeah, how do you like that name pulled out of the old woodwork? Thank you, Elizabeth. Yes, no problem. And then she went with this guy. I don't know what the deal is with these kids. Bad pickers. They have bad pickers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Bad pickers. Mm -hmm. They're bad pickers. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the couple who bought the American Horror Story house has been tormented by trespassers. Did you see this? Actually, uh, Jamie Yukis, who used That's to work here who in the Twin it. Cities, yes. she did the story this morning for CBS. Yes. And Jamie was reporting this this California couple is just really struggling. Their names are Ernst von Schwartz and Angela Oakenfold. They bought the Rosenheim Mansion. Are you following all these names? Yeah. yeah. It was featured in the first season of American Horror Story, and they bought it in 2014 for $3.2 million. But the homeowners are saying that hundreds of fans show up at the property daily to take photos. They trespass. They occasionally have forced their way into the home. 
Uh, one of the residents says we've had several break-ins. We've had three or four occasions just in the last year. We've had to call the police. And now the property is suing the couple suing their realtor. They're suing the sellers because they're saying they were misled about the property's pitfalls. Uh, they said, we feel like they cheated us. We want to live here, of course, but it is very difficult because we don't feel safe. They had no idea that the show was had such a just an obsessive fan base yeah. and that people would want to go to such great lengths to access the residence. That, that would bother me so bad. Yeah, I understand why they're doing that. It reminds me of the uh, the Sex and the City brownstone apartment, and yes. the apartment where everyone would go on their tour and go get a cupcake and then stand outside the brownstone. And I think that they, the owners of that, building really regulated hard against Sex well, and the City tours. Yes. They have a sign outside with like a little chain and a sign in front that says, and I the last time I was there, I just accidentally happened to be going down that street. Right. And then I was like, oh, what's this sign? And then it says, uh, this is a private residence. Please be respectful and essentially like move along. Yeah, get, uh, get out of my house. If this couple wins their case, they want to buy, build a permanent fence or hedge to secure their privacy. They say that one uh, group of tourists was so excited, they climbed on top of a garbage truck in order to get a better view. I saw that. Yeah, you can't do that. No, it's really not a good idea. So I don't know what will happen with these. If they I don't up, either. It's if sort they have of a like, case. Though, you kind of have to do research on the right. house. I mean, it's like... If you bought a house that had a mean neighbor, is it the realtor and the former owner's responsibility mm-hmm. to tell you that you've got a jerk neighbor? Well, I mean, isn't this a whole, the whole premise of Ameri- this American season of American Horror Story where the people bought the house and they didn't know what they ex- they bought into? Is it? Really? Isn't that life imitating art, hey? Yeah. Mm, there we go. Thanks, honey. You are welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You know that dress is coming down. All right. So I'm just going to do a brief um, review to see if you were listening yesterday at this time. You didn't say there was going to be a test, There's Julia. just I a feel small betrayed. pop quiz. Oh. Just a pop quiz. Just to check in. Fine. Well, it, we're doing this because What was the be... new word we learned yesterday that everyone's supposed to be doing it? Snugging? Simmering. Simmer- Simmering. Oh, good job, Donnie. Yay. Simmering. Yay, you get the prize. In sex therapy, we call it simmering. Simmering means taking a quick moment to feel excited with your partner, even under conditions when you can't fulfill and have a happy ending. Okay? Okay. So, did anyone practice these things? Well, you don't have to. It's a very just, personal question. It is. And I'm just saying it to everybody. I'm wondering if anyone practiced. So, here's just a couple things about... We're just going to keep on that theme. It's Valentine's Day after after all. Um, here is a couple different things that we know to be true. Ever since people have been falling in love, they've been coming up with pet names for their significant other. Do you have one for yours? Do I? You know, I don't think so. Does he call you? No. Anything? No. Nothing? Nothing. Not even a little. Donnie? No. no. You don't have one? No. It would be weird to call somebody a pet name. No, not even, I mean, just honey. Oh, well, no, that's not a pet name. Not yeah. a pet name, but just like. Oh, honey, I guess. I mean, honey, um, lobby, um, cutie, hot <laughs> stuff, nothing. That's weird. Babe. <laughs> Babe? I mean, I'll I like, only say I like it, babe. I'll only say it in a joking manner. I could never say any of those things with an, an ounce of sincerity. You could never say because you're a cutie, cutie patootie. <laughs> yes, because that's really going to turn my significant other on. <laughs> cutie, cutie patootie. <laughs> now I'm going to try that. Listen, Carol, Please do. That's right, a panty dropper. Carol right there. Brewis. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing her right, but she's a prep. Professor of Communications and Journalism at the University of St. Thomas right here in St. Paul. Wonderful. She discovered while doing her master thesis 
Sweet Pea and Pussycat in an examination of idioms used and marital satisfaction over your life cycle. And it is true. These do help seal you the deal and keep you more in love. They strengthen your relationship. Wait, what was the other one? Pussycat? That's just a joke. That's just the title. Well, that's just the title. What's a pussycat? So here are some of the syrupy kind of things like um, honey, sweetheart, sugar, cookie, honey bun, sweetie pie, the hip, the hip names like you're my main squeeze, you're my bae. Yeah. You're another version of babe. Hey, babe. Yeah. Babe, babe. Babe. Babe also means before anyone else. Mm-hmm. Oh. I never knew that. No, I, I always thought it referred to Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. B-E-Y. No, B-A-E, Donnie. Yeah, I know that now. <laughs> okay. Get get hip with the program, Before Donnie. This is what the anyone else. This is what the kids are saying. Okay, yeah. um, <laughs> let's see. Corporate speak. This started in, 19, in the 1980s when baby boomers were trying to come up with a sophisticated way to introduce. They were becoming yuppies, and so yeah. this is what I, I was You're not my girlfriend that. or boyfriend. You're my significant other. That started in the mm-hmm. 80s. Some people say this is my partner, mm-hmm. but different qualifiers need, like, my domestic partner, my work partner, my business partner. Ooh, that's sexy. This okay. is my business, my business partner. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. My um, woo. Woo? They say, well, woo once was used to describe the act of, Courtship today it refers to spiritual connections like you know soulmate kindred spirits where woo 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 we nothing that doesn't do it <laughs> that doesn't do it for me okay you I'm can sorry. use farm farm names agricultural names like pumpkin lamb chop my well, carrot pump, pumpkin's good my pumpkin's, zucchini <laughs> well my eggplant mm-hmm. well, okay now there you go my succulent peach hey there you go <laughs> there you go I'm just channeling the vibe uh-huh. Donnie. My you banana. Might, uh, my corn uh, on the cob. Okay. There you go. This seems to be a theme. Well, right. <laughs> Redneck <laughs> names, like my old lady, my old man. Oh, uh, that's awful. <laughs> okay. Why is that so awful? It's my old lady. Any other, like, complimentary names? Hey, gorgeous. Hey, beautiful. Hey, handsome. Hey, hey studly. Hey, sexy. Studly. Like, well, yeah. those are all good. Yeah. I, th- I had a boyfriend where we I jokingly called him my boo. Okay. So, there yeah. you go. But my again, I, I wasn't, there wasn't a lot of sincerity in that one. I would just kind of joke with you're him. You're my princess. You're my angel. Yeah. That's also, that. I give my pets nicknames. Don't they already have a name? Are you no. trying to not feel bad the fact that... <laughs> I'm trying to, to you, seem like such a, a heartless banshee that I don't call... <laughs> <laughs> do you call him your suitor? What do you call him? Is just his name? My main you know flame? That, well, no, this, this is, is my guy. Yeah, basically, that's what I say. This is my guy. This is my dude. You know, it's really interesting because I'm in a relationship where it's like, well, we're not, I mean, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. You live together. But we live together, but we're not married. So it's like, okay. You're like the world then. A lot of people are in that state. We are the world. Yeah. So then so then it kind of becomes like, I don't want to say this is my significant other. This is my partner. Those are very this dry. This is the dude I live with. This is my lover. Lover is weird, too. Can you call him, hey, lover? Hey, lover boy. I could, but if I did that, he would kick me out of the house because he would think that I was possessed by some weird, (laughs) weird, weird ghost that is not me. But yeah, so it really brings up, you're just like, what do I call this person? My better half. Yeah. I don't know. My flame. My my better half. uh, Dear darling. 
Ah, those are a little uh, long well, in the what, tooth. What do you call? All right, long in the tooth. Oh Jesus! Long Here we in go. The tooth. Okay, what long about? In the okay, tooth. this is. That is so. We need a name for living together yes. and not married. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I what mean, is that? Like cohabitation. Living that's very dry. Together, not married. Yeah, something kind LTNM. of romantic. Living together, well, not, not married. married. Donnie, let's see if people call okay. us about this. We uh, need your help, by people. Way, uh, poopsie is also a popular. Oh, nickname. poopsie. Poopsie. Okay, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What do you call? Then domestic partner is too um, boring. That's, that's too clinical. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So living together but not married. What are you? Yeah. What are you? And if you're in this situation, what do you have to say? <laughs> <laughs> I I am cursed. We can commit to living and sleeping together, but we can't commit to the ring. I don't know. What do you? Because that that's, is that's what I'm asking. Yeah. I mean, if people are in similar situations, like what do you say when you're when you're introducing your your person? Because yeah. you don't want to say just like person. I got one. What? It's really goofy. Please. Uh, this this is the person to whom I'm related by cohabitating. Ooh, that's a mouthful. <laughs> did you come up with that, Donnie? I did. Oh, I did gosh, come up that's with right. that. Oh dear. The person right. to whom I'm related I'd by cohabitating. I'd answer the phones. Yeah. That was wow. really bad. Oh. The person I'm related to by cohabitating, who would ever say that? Nobody. I would. Right. Well, of course, well, Donnie, you would. You, yeah, you would. Please answer <laughs> the phones. There's a ton of people calling. Answering. <laughs> oh my gosh, the person I'm related to by cohabitating. That, that is the perfect Donnie Love. It is relationship label. If I there know. was ever one, that would have been made by him. So I'm very pleased that we got to experience <laughs> that, that we together. got to experience that together. It was a shared experience. It was a shared experience. <laughs> I'm. I but. So, what do your parents call him? Your guy? I, you know, I don't even know. Are you bringing your guy? I'm bringing no, my guy? They I mean, always just say his name. Right. And so, yeah, there's a lack. There's a big gulf of lack of right. nicknames. So, it's 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 not awkward, mm-hmm. but I would just like something. All right, Danny, who do we got? Uh, this is Alex. Hey, Alex. Hello, ladies. Hi, honey. What, what would you call this person? So, I, he is my husband now, but, but even before that, I did call him my mister because he's not my husband, but we live together. And so it was more serious than just. I kind of like boyfriend. that. That's I like kind of clever, Alex. my mister. My, my mister. mister. And so I still call him that sometimes. I'm like, hey, mister. That's cute. So, okay. That yeah. is cute, Alex. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, mm-hmm. Alex. Appreciate that. Ownership a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, well, commitment. Right. It is commitment. Uh-huh. It's- this is Becky. Becky. Hey, Becky. Hi there. Hi, honey. Um, What do you think? Well, again, this is about my husband, but before we were married, I used to refer to him as my roommate, and he loved it. Not really. <laughs> you know, I've, my roommate. I've seen that before, Becky, and I have a friend on social media who referred to his wife as my roommate. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. Oh, Becky, thank you thank for you. calling. Becky. All right, let's see. We got uh, Wendy. Wendy, what do you call Hi. this person? Hi. Hi. Um. Well, okay. I lived with somebody for twenty years, and we weren't married. And he used to just introduce me as "This is my Wendy." Oh, <laughs> just oh. just your name. It's your name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I thought it was kind of sweet. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Thank you okay. so much, Wendy. All right, this is my whatever my the name Wendy's. is. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. All right, we got to. Uh, well, we well, got to. Let's run. take a couple more, Donnie. Oh, we got time. Hey, Answer the phone. <laughs> well, I like all of these suggestions. So we had Mister, my Mister, my roommate. That's this what, is my blank. Yeah, this is my blank. And so Wendy's significant other used to call her my Wendy. So I like all of these. 
I like all of this these. This is my guy. This is my guy. Mm-hmm. I, my guy, my whatever. Okay, we're getting progress. These are wonderful. These are things that you can say now. All yes. right, Donnie's writing down the rest of the list. All right, great. Um, Cell phones are frustrating sometimes. All right, no. what else do we get? Uh, Diane. Diane, honey. Hi, yes. What hi. do you call this person you live with but you're not married to? Well, um, my husband now and I were dating for 21 years before we got married. We've been married now for 12 years. Wow. And okay. I used to call him... <laughs> I used to call him my SO, not significant other, just the uh, the um, acronym for it, just my SO. Yeah, I like just that. Just SO. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. makes sense. Okay. All right, thanks, Donnie. All right, Thank we'll you. take You're a, welcome. Donnie. Well, um, yes, what do you want? Let's just take one more. All right. Because I know we're running late, but I yeah. love these. Okay, Hang All right, on. we're going to take one more call. All right, so, so far we have Mr. Roommate, my blank name, and then Diane just added my S-O, S-O. my S-O to mm-hmm. the list. And then stay on the line, and Donnie will take it during the commercial break. The okay, rest Sharon them. is the last caller. Sharon, Hi, you're Sharon. the last call, honey. Hi, what? hon. Sharon, go ahead. Hi. I'm pelvic affiliate. Your pelvis? Your pelvic <laughs> affiliate? I die. I used to know. Oh, my My pelvic affiliate. Oh, my gosh. Are they associated with ABC or okay. CBS? That is hysterical. <laughs> oh, thank thank you. you so much. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. This is the person I do. Yeah. I mean, oh, hey, let's wow. get to the point, right? I know. Yeah, we'll so. be right back with favorite headlines. Thanks. Thanks. so much for hanging out with us. So if you just joined us and you've been trying to figure out what to name that person that you live with but you're not married, we got some good calls. We got some good calls. My mister, my roommate, my SO, my pelvic affiliate. My pelvic affiliate. This is my blank. I had one uh, called in that a lawyer, tongue-in-cheek, used for uh, his significant other. He says, this is my current spouse, subject to change without prior notice. <laughs> oh, that is so lawyer <laughs> so comedy. So lawyer, lawyer so lawyer. All right, here, um, let's see. Donnie, what are some of our headlines? Andy Cohen had to chime in on this whole Sarah Jessica Parker Kim Cattrall fight. I know. Mm-hmm. He's he an SJP um, yeah. big fan. Loyalist, and, of course, they're BFFs. Yeah, yeah that's and, no secret. And it's something to talk about. Thank He's you. He's got to do a radio show and a TV show. I mean, geez, we talked it's about it for topic. 40 minutes yesterday. I know. It's a fantastic topic. I, even, I love that Neil <laughs> Justin from the Star Tribune even had an opinion. Because that, like, made me really happy. <laughs> it did. Did I he thought, have an opinion? Yeah, he did. Well, yeah. All right. Sort of. Uh, Kim Kardashian claims to have a 24-inch waist and 39-inch hips. Do we believe her? Yes. Yes. Totally yes. believe her. Look at those photographs. Oh, my goodness. That is something. That is an hourglass, but the bottom part of the glass is heavier than the top part. Yes. Because you can't have 39 around mm-hmm. on top. That's quite the caboose. Because then they used to say it was 36, you know, 24, 36. So in the Sir Mix-a-Lot song, Baby Got Back. Well, Donnie's not impressed. With what? Her 39-inch hips? Yeah. No. She works out all the time. She looks great. (laughs) I don't think so. Uh, Blake Lively feels very proud to lose the 60 pounds she gained with her second pregnancy. Mm -hmm. I mean, yay. It took her like 15 months to lose it. She works out. She, it's her job. Thank you, Julia. It's her it, is, job. it is her job, and it's her job also to tell us about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank Kylie, you, Blake. Uh, uh, Kylie Jenner has uh, returned to Instagram selfies, and uh, she wants us to know she's hired a baby nurse for Stormy. 
Oh, the I long thought, drought is over. Wait a minute. I thought she said she wasn't hiring anyone. That's Well, this says she hired a baby nurse for Stormy. You believed what a Kardashian yeah. told you in one minute. And I know. Drinking the Kool-Aid. Drinking the Kool-Aid. All right, fine. Next. Yeah. <laughs> next. All right, what else do we have here? Uh, Leslie Jones adores Olympic loser Chris Mazur. And she says, why don't you lose on over here? Oh, gosh. I do like Leslie Jones' commentary for the Olympics. She she makes the Olympics fun to follow. So I enjoy it very much. Kate Hudson puts her $170 per ounce cream on crystals to add a little energy. Um, that's, okay, okay wait, that's, what? Hold the phone. Listen, a lot of people believe in crystals, but I'm just going to tell you, when once you expose your makeup with like good products in it, you don't want air to get on them. So I don't know why she would put it, maybe... She throws crystals in a bottle and keeps them sealed in. I don't okay, know. Okay, well, here's the picture. It's from her Instagram account. Okay. So she has La Mer face cream. Oh, of course. Of course she does. But that's overpriced. I'm yes. telling you. Yeah. Well, you're exactly right, Julia. But she put the jar. It's closed. It's in natural light. And it's sitting atop of the crystals. Okay. It's just for fun. Yeah. It's decorating. Mm-hmm. It's decorating with positive energy. She said, keeping the supermoon charged crystal vibe going may seem crazy, but I don't under, under, uh, underestimate putting your creams on crystals to add a little extra energy. And why not? Yeah, I mean, why not? Okay. Donnie's not sold again. No, I, I don't have a horse in that race. Uh, John <laughs> Krasinski, no one has called me about the office rebout, uh, reboot. I'd do it. Because they knew they couldn't afford you. No way. They couldn't, they afford, couldn't him. afford him. And he's no. too busy being Jack Ryan. His new series is going to be on Amazon I, later I'm this year. I'm looking forward to watching that. I think so, too. Yeah. I think he'll be good as that character. I do, too. And uh, he is in that movie with his wife, A Quiet Place. Oh, my gosh. Did anyone go to it? Has it, it hasn't o- opened yet. Oh, it has. Oh, it, it looks, looks very scary. It looks very scary. awful. Uh, what? Julie doesn't like no, scary I don't like scary movies. Like scary. I like scary. Okay, remember uh, when... Yes, I'm going to interrupt sorry. you, Donnie. No, no, fine. Remember when we read The Marsh King's Daughter? I do remember that. Okay, so now they have... When we talked to the author, I can't remember who it was, um, they had sold the book, but we didn't know who was starring in it. Alicia Vikander will play Helena Pretier. She's a married woman who acts like everything's going okay, and then we find out that her father abducted her and kept her in the wilderness for years as her oh. captive. Yeah, give us- Are you excited for this? Do you think this is good casting? I never finished the book. Karen Dion. I never finished the, the book, but people loved it. Lori loved it. I still have it on my list to do. With two episodes of Roseanne, and I don't That's remember what else a, we put oh on your gosh, to-do list today, list. Julia, but you're a very busy list. modern gal on the go. Yeah. That's she what is. I'll tell you. Listen, keeping busy, up with busy, the reading, because Lori will come back for be, being gone like two days. Oh, I just read 16 books. <laughs> That's really okay. annoying. Let me just take down the list, please. <laughs> really, yeah. <laughs> uh, let it. me take it down, because all we have was radio and books when I grew up. Hey, you guys. Yeah. Have a great night, everybody. Um, don't forget to tune in if you really want some good viewing to The Bachelorette um, Winter Olympics. The Olympics are on tonight as well. We'll be back tomorrow. And uh, that's all we know. Don't forget tomorrow's Valentine's Day. We'll be back. Job done. Off you go.